you ha you can follow my lead. Okay. Hey everyone, it's a Valentine's Day edition yes. of Get your old the BOT. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Happy Valentine's mm. Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. We have been married for uh, twenty years this year. At the end of the year. Yeah, twenty twenty one in December. That's right. 20 it's years. it's yeah. twenty twenty one right now. Yeah, but in December. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so nineteen years. If you're 19. well, this year is twenty years. Okay. Yeah. However you want to look at it. Well, that is how I want to look at it. December okay. the twenty ninth is is in twenty twenty one. Okay. It's not twenty twenty two. Okay. Yet. Well, but we're not here to talk about Valentine's Day. Oh, we can't talk yeah. about Valentine's Day. I mean, we can, but I don't think that's really. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I, I have bigger plans. I want to talk about. Uh, that's right. We have a plan for today, and we are calling it uh, The Administration Part 2, because we mm -hmm. felt like we needed a Part 2. Yeah. Right. We didn't do uh, enough, uh, mm -hmm. apparently, the, the first time. Um, you know, some stuff went down uh, th this week, uh, particularly in our, uh, as I keep saying, in our geographic area, um, there's a certain head administrator that uh, is currently being searched for. Right. So there were a number of, uh, of, of interviews and boy, th those, those were fun to watch. If you've ever wanted to watch bad acting, Oh man, <laughs> these people just like, Oh man, like they know all the lines, but they have no idea how to, uh, you know, how to say them in a, in a meaningful way as if you, you know, believed them. I, I feel like there's, I mean, that's just sort of my, like, my, my response to it, at least, you know, at least initially, at least superficially, is um, there's a list of magic words, and as long as you can use enough words from the magic word salad bar, mm -hmm. then you can, th then you too can, uh, can have a successful uh, mm -hmm. interview for, uh, for, uh, an administrative position. You just, yeah. What what are some of the some of the magic words? Accountability is a good one. Um, you got to say accountability probably five or six times. Well, well, this is probably something that we'll get to later. Yeah. But just just something that I yeah. Give me the word. Was, I love it. Yeah. You know, anytime I'm immediately turned off in the education system when any administrator, teacher, person refers to students as. Uh, consumers That's or a good customers. One. Yeah. What about stakeholders? Um, I I love the oh, word we stakeholders. We love to throw around the word stakeholders. Yep. yep. Um, because yeah, not data driven. Data driven instruction. Instruction. Which is a good thing. Yeah. It, it, yeah. To use, you know, what's happening in your classroom or whatnot to yeah. change or impact the things you do in your classroom, yeah. but it's become this phrase that it's a magic word that. Yeah. You know, we we, yeah. we just throw it around to right. sound like yeah. we're. If smart you just click important. your heels three times, then, then right. it's done. Um, just w while while we're stopped for a second, I don't know if uh, if if any of our listeners will be able to hear this. We've got some pretty mean uh, audio editing software here, uh, but there's uh, a dance studio uh, above <laughs> us uh, right now. <laughs> Like those commercials, you know, where it's like, oh, we, we have a problem with, uh, uh, with with the clogs. Well, we don't have a problem with clogs. We have a problem with dogs. And they're apparently uh, doing a, a, a modern dance show uh, upstairs uh, above us. Yeah, 3 o'clock uh, right or 4 o'clock, whatever it's close to. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, they're time to run around. It's the witching hour. They're like, do you want to chase each other for no reason? Yeah, I do. 
Sounds yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Let's jump on each other. Absolutely. Okay, wh- where were we? We were talking about magic Ma- words. Catchphrases and yeah, magic catch words. Catchphrases and magic words. Um there you know, there there is a there there is a, a thing about that, I guess. You know, before we came down here I was you know, I, I, I was saying you know, there there are people, uh, and and I and I know a, a little bit about this, but uh, you know, one of the ways that you can that, that you can immediately identify, uh, let's say, a bad actor, it would be a person who has memorized all of the words, but has no idea what they mean, what they might mean. Yeah. You know, like you see, it, you'll see it a lot with with Shakespeare. Well, as long as I say all the words in the right order, mm. then I've I've done it. Well, know? I yeah. think what. What? Lack of experience is what you're about to say. Yeah, that's actually right. yeah. what I was going to sure. say. Because if you actually are in the classroom and teaching and living mm. and breathing that experience, right. you don't need the catchphrases because you have you can you have the evidence of what you do every day right. to back up for a those friend. Words. A friend of mine and a, and a former student used to call it uh, "new names for old shit." Mm-hmm. That's what he used to say: "new names for old shit." Well, and and a teacher who's in a classroom, yes, you're using the data-driven instruction. If the kids fail the test, and you gotta, you've got to look at yourself, and you've got to look yeah. at what happened that day, and you say, okay, I'm going to either give this student a retest, or I'm going to reevaluate what I did. I can change my approach right? all the time. Well, right, what's yeah. happening that that yeah. maybe these students aren't getting it, and how can we fix it? How can we make it better? That's data-driven instruction. Yeah. But an administrator, or as it was mm-hmm. used recently in this interview, mm-hmm. uh, it was, you know, we're looking at the district as a whole and right. graduation rates. It took about five minutes for the word graduation rates yeah. to come up. Yeah. And Let's be very, very clear. We want students to graduate. That is a good thing. Right. right. But, but I think, you know. We're uh, missing a whole lot of a human being when we focus <laughs> simply on right. the graduation rates in yeah. your area. Well, you know, there, there's a certain kind of person, and I was listening to uh, to one or more of my favorite podcasts over the last couple of days, there's a certain kind of, 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 let's say very, very, um, well, there's a couple words I could use. Stupid would be one word. <laughs> Blind might, might, might be a little bit, uh, you know, more generous, I guess, but it's the person who, um, uh, who mistakes the model for the real world. Right. And if you think that the collection of statistics or the model that you've described in your plan or in your, you know, or or, or on your spreadsheet is the real world, you're going to screw up both. Right. The model is a guide, you know, as a as a friend of mine uh is 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 always fond of saying and I stole this from uh from one of my favorite theater uh theorists, uh David Mamet, the map is not the territory. The map provides information, you know, it's marvelous if I wanted to know how to drive from here to Denver right now, but it doesn't tell me that it's 25 below, the wind is blowing, there's snow all over the road, right? The map is not the, t- the, the model is not reality. And I think that's probably that thing that, that you keep swing, swinging back to with lack of experience in the classroom, right? Right. Lack of experience in the classroom leads you to believe that all of this great strategic planning and modeling and four-phrase implementation of, you know, strategic plan phase two is is going to map onto a place that we call reality. Right. So I think, you know, what you're, you're getting to for me, and I always think about this, is something we talk about regularly, Mm. which is 
people who become administrators often do not have the experience in the classroom to back up, you know, their, their words or their performance or whatever. And it is incredibly frustrating because they, to me, and I used this phrase a, a while back, but it's what I call them, they are ladder climbers. They are, I was, you know, a principal, or excuse me, I was a teacher in the classroom for four years. Then I decided I needed to become a principal. And then I did that as little as possible. And then the next step was, and the next step was. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, they're becoming over-credentialed to somehow forget about the fact that they were in the classroom. And more and more distanced from that, right. you know, so from that experience. Instead of having yeah. the 16, 20 years of experience that in my mind mm-hmm. makes you an it starts to make you an expert at your field of what you're doing. They, it's sort of like that shiny new thing. Look at this shiny new thing. Instead of paying attention to that I was only in the classroom for four years, mm-hmm. pay attention to that I went and got, um, you know, a PhD or an EDD in something. And yeah. that somehow yeah. takes the place of we somehow working with students for, in the classroom. Right. Yeah, we mistake um, that for knowledge and, and experience. And yeah. that's not just K-12. That's that's a big sure. problem, in my opinion, at higher ed, yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, one of the... Uh, uh, one of the the people that we are talking about and uh, and we will not name names but i love that you know i i happen to catch part of it he said um he said hierarchy is not about power it's about efficiency um which is it's a great line oh man god that that's that's the line from the movie where the you know where the the person goes, you know, to, to make the argument in front of the Supreme Court or whatever it is, and the music swells and this person says, hierarchy is not about power. It's about efficiency. Um, if only that were true, isn't it? Right, well, you know, and, and it, again, I if think... If only the people in those positions didn't act that way all the time. Right, but <laughs> I would say that to me is... That statement is indicative of not being in the classroom, mm-hmm. because if you're sitting in the hierarchy or you're sitting at the top end of the hierarchy, yeah, it's real easy to say that. It's isn't it? really easy yeah. to say mm-hmm. it's for efficiency. Yeah. But if I'm a teacher in the classroom, which I am, mm-hmm. and I have an and I have an issue, whether that's it doesn't necessarily have to be students. It can be. Yeah. There's an issue with the computer where we're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. How many phone calls you got to make? Yeah, to fix I'm, that, I'm right? not yeah. going to up the hierarchy. Yeah. I'm going to call the person who can help me at that moment, and I'm not thinking in my head, well, if I call so-and-so, and then they'll call so-and-so, you know, follow chain of command. Right. I mean, it's just, to me, that just symbolizes and reiterates exactly what we're talking about here. Yeah. Which is somebody who yeah. makes that statement yeah. is not from, from, living at from the, the top, end of the which hierarchy. Which is convenient, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, they're not at the bottom of the hierarchy. Right. They're at the top saying yeah. that, you know. Yeah, there's just a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a, uh, there's a, I would say a a lack of self awareness, and I would also say that 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 statement um, underrepresents reality and mm-hmm. the day to day sort of like yes, it's it's a great thing to say, it's an applause line, and that's how I feel a mm-hmm. lot of those you know at least the, the the bits that that we watch, and I'm sure it's true everywhere, right? It's an applause line, you know, yeah. great, yeah, oh, cost you nothing, you know, everybody, oh yes, it's a, oh. He said the magic words. That's mm-hmm. an applause line. Great. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, very easy to say, 
you know, when, uh, you know, when you're on top making $250,000 a year or more in some cases, mm -hmm. depending on which particular area we okay. might be having, having to, uh, to, to, to talk about. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's again, it's a cheap applause line, right? Yeah. They're well, politicians again, right? right. You know, cheap well, applause line. And that's, and seeing mm -hmm. that's part of the problem. What you just said is yeah. they're, they're hired to be politicians. Mm -hmm. They're not hired to actually administrate in the way it used to be or that well, it should be. Well, they're hired to administrate. They're not hired to lead. And that was another, you know, right. a leader, a leader, a leader. Well, mm -hmm. you know, I've known leaders. I've known great leaders. And you know what great leaders talk about, particularly with respect to themselves? The people that they lead. Yeah, they don't talk about themselves all that much. Right. They talk about yeah. what great things they are happening. They kind of got their ego out of it. With, with, yeah. the, with the teachers and the students mm -hmm. and, and those types of things. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. But that, I mean, and that's that, again, is indicative of... The, the it's tied to that system, ladder climbing, isn't it? It's the current system that we somehow have. Yeah. Th that's the thing I don't understand is, you know, people complain about this. It's not just us. It's not just the two busy yeah. old teachers complaining about this. I hear this all the time. All the time. And, yeah. and people in the education system talk about it all the time. Yeah. And I think we're letting it happen to us. Like, what are we doing right. to stop it from yeah. happening? And I, and, and I think it's it's going to take a moment. And maybe that's, you know, part of one of the goals that, that, that we have for our for our podcast, for our conversation, is that these things are real. I mean, we're, we're talking about we're talking about the culture of a place, and that's another applause line, right? That was a question uh, uh, on a couple of occasions. You know, the, oh, the culture of a place, and again, someone says, "Oh, culture is everything." Oh, it's very, very important. Oh, okay, well, again, that's great. You know. But it just becomes another box for them. Do I have a healthy culture? Yes, I talked to seven people today, and I said hello to the uh, to, to the custodian. We have a healthy culture. See, you know Look it's funny right. because yeah. I want to mm -hmm. kind of go a little bit different direction. Take us away. Talk, talk more about the numbers, which they love to do. Yeah. Right. Um, it's funny how the statistics and the data that they love to have. They don't ever really look at something that I often talk about, and I don't understand why this isn't. And maybe maybe it is in other places, but in my experience in the, the area where I've been teaching for all these years, has not been the case. Mm. But they never look at the numbers of teachers leaving the building or going elsewhere or, mm -hmm. you know, just like yeah, not not necessarily quitting, but wanting to leave and go to a different building or go to a different place. Yeah. And there are... In my observation, there are many places in the district where there's always people yeah. wanting to leave well, or well, you, you know, know you, go you, somewhere else. You, you've opened a, you've opened the door to something beautiful, right there. So I, I love I love what you said. It, it's one of the it's one of the the complaints that I have about how uh, about how this particular group of people, let's call them administrators, let's call them politicians. We've used different words for them. Um, and that's a very, very specific uh, example, and, and, and I love it. But how the, these people who, again, you know, believe that what they're doing is, is operating like a science, right. an endeavor of science or something like that, or a factory or, or whatever it is, and trying to use these sort of, you know, data-driven management principles in order to do this or this. Um, it is rather marvelous that... Um, and oh my God, listeners, this is one of my all-time favorite subjects. It's rather interesting how how the data, right, this thing called the data, is wildly important and it's going to inform all of the decisions that, that, that we make, except for if it tells us things that we don't like or would make us look bad, and yeah. then we don't need that data. Right. 
That's it's very, bad. very important, right. but when it doesn't say what we want it to say, then, then it's, it's like, well, important. we, you know, uh, mistakes were made or, right. or whatever, right? Yeah, okay. it's it's one of my favorite things. You know, I, I, I use this all the time from a conversation that Sam Harris had with someone a, a number of years ago, right? And I think they were talking about strategic planning or, the, again, they were talking Ugh. about, you know, looking at the data, you know, mm-hmm. and, the, and the example was something like, you know, um, if... Uh, you know, if the thing that I want to do is get, uh, you know, 10 of something, but I actually know that 10 is impossible, you know, because, you know, because I actually know that, you know, we actually can't do 10, you know, and, and I ended up with seven. Well, who would be unhappy then? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, all of this stuff about the data and, you know, and planning and, you know, and collection of, of all this stuff... We're just going to talk ourselves into, you know, if it, if it worked, we're going to say, I'm a genius. And if it didn't work, then we're going to say, well, you know, no one could. It was a very tough and, you know, we didn't. So, uh, yeah, you know, in other words, it's, you know, it's, it's the oldest error in the book, right? If, uh, if, if there's a pop fly to center field and I catch it, it's because I'm the greatest baseball player in the world. If there's a pop fly to center field and I drop it, it's because the sun got in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, and, and, you know, you heard one of the candidates kind of use something similar, which was when, when he uh, um, mentioned, you know, that uh, as long as a teacher is using best teaching practices. Yeah. Please then, tell me about best teaching practices, then, by the way. Then mm. then students should be achieving success and be successful and oh, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, that's right? right. Because we don't have a human in front of us. We've got a toaster oven. Right. The, so, yeah. mm-hmm. but then again, you that's co- connected to what we talked about before, which mm. is the standardization. Right. Right. If you do this checklist of things. Magic will happen. You, those students will learn. They'll just learn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Assuming... You know, assuming, assuming a that, whole bunch yeah, of things, right? Yeah, and we don't need to go down that road, mm-hmm. but we know because we're teachers. Uh, simply, the number one factor is that they're human beings and they're not all the same. Yep. And I'm tired. Oh, I'm so tired of hearing. Mm-hmm. Well, the numbers show. The numbers show. Well, you know what? You can make the numbers say whatever you want. That's right. Yeah. You know, you always like to say the one. Um, well, we we love David Simon. And his phrase, you know, his phrase, juking the stats. Right. You know, anybody can make it say what you want it to say. Uh, The one phrase that we always, or the one thing we always talk about is, uh, you know, I'm very short. I am. She's a short person. I am Mm -hmm. 5'3", maybe (laughs) (laughs) 5'3". That's that's really close to where I am, but I'm short. And if, uh, you know. Two other people walk into the room. If Shaquille O'Neal walks into the room, right. average height went up. Yeah. You so, are not taller. So now our average. Right. Man, we just improved our average it's by a whole lot. improved our average. Right. Yeah. Because Shaquille O'Neal is way taller right. than me. Yeah. If, if, so, if, if Bill Gates walks into the room, average wealth went up. If I check my bank account, there is not more money Right. In but there. see, that's an example right. of how you can make the stats say whatever you want. And it's an example as well of, uh, of, of mistaking the model. For the real world. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, these, I, I don't know. I mean, we, I, I feel like we could, like, we could linger on this for, for, for such a long time. And, you know, I mean, I, I think that there's, that, that there's a, a notion and, and these things fall in and out of practice, you know, but it used to be not that long ago. 
and this you know particular school of leadership and management came out of the 70s we used to talk about people you know servant leadership servant leadership i serve the people underneath me and now with this emphasis on you know on the results and the data and you know and again please don't don't misunderstand the re results matter right but why not just do the things that we know will lead to the results and then we don't have to have a strategic plan or we don't have to say the you know the the, the goal is to increase the graduation rate by but by seven percent well the only thing that's going to happen like i said is if you got to seven percent it's because you're a genius but if you got to five percent it's because no one could have foreseen uh, that the, you know the difficulties that you know we're just going to talk ourselves into it or we're going to talk ourselves out of it you know it, we, we 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 set up the these goals and we say well you know we we must we must do these things well everybody knows what you're supposed to do don't you know what you're supposed to do know what my job is yep. you, do you know what your job is mm -hmm. do you know the things that will lead to effective learning for your students mm -hmm. okay well then why do you need to to have somebody in some office who wears a suit and tie set up a metric for you like why why not just do the things you well, know, and then the numbers will take care of you don't start with the numbers and then say but I think you know, right there is is the root of the problem in the new system that we have because nobody nobody thinks about it like that. What they well, I'm do, a crazy person. Right, I'm well, well aware. I'm, yeah. I, I mean, mm -hmm. if you look at because of the amount of money spent on positions tracking information, okay? Mm -hmm. Because if you look at any department of education, any school district, I bet if you did a, you know, you just did a quick sweep by asking how many program administrators do you have or, um, you know, uh, program managers that do nothing but collect information that is supposed to improve mm -hmm. the instruction or improve. Well, Jen, what they'll say is that we just haven't closed the loop, right? I mean, we right. got we got to collect the data and then we got to close that 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 improvement right loop, but at the see. same time they're not spending any money on helping that be right. closed by giving you know whatever it might need to be which is yeah. some, a lot of times more materials more right. you, you know um, a, right. supplies yeah. more uh, more books more, more yeah right whatever you know or smaller class size or whatever it might be they're not spending the money mm. on that yeah so there is no connection it's the true definition of box checking Right. Right. I wouldn't right. mind box checking if the box checking led to Right, like when my when all my boxes were checked. Right. What what happens? Yes. Yeah. Right. Or or, <laughs> or or if a box wasn't checked, we would figure out a way to help you check that box right. next time. Right. It just goes off somewhere not, and it's Yeah, that's yeah. not and I and I think part of the issue for me is that an administrator in a so let's just look solely at K twelve system at least the way I know it mm. to be, which is head principal administrator. What is his job? His or her job? What what is the purpose of their job? And according to the um, superintendent candidate, one of the things that was offered was well to dispense the policies and the procedures mm -hmm. that are set forth at the top. 
right. into the building. Mm-hmm. As if policies and procedures are everything. Now, there needs to be a policy for certain yeah. things, right? Yeah. I mean, there we are need, ru- yeah, we're, we're not living in, yeah. uh, you as, know. As I've always fond of saying, and I know that people say this about me, I'm not an anarchist. Right. You know, right. There, there are rules. Yeah. Yeah. But I go mean, ahead. We're, yeah. we're not living in chaos. No, you know, yeah. back in the day with John Locke and, or, you know, yeah, like, where anybody can do whatever yeah, they want to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're not, we're not living in the, but if that is Hobbs, the sole, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, right, yeah. Um, if that is the sole purpose mm-hmm. of an administrator. Yeah. Because to, I always thought that the principal was a leader of a school. That's what I thought. And, I thought it, it and was, the number was an one educator. thing should be to set the climate and culture within the building. Mm-hmm. And if that means using some of the policies and procedures, okay, but the thing on your list is to dispense policy and procedure? Yeah. Let me tell you how many high school kids care right. about how many policies there are. Yeah, it's it doesn't describe anybody's, yeah. Well, and and that's, you know, I mean, that's... That's Hannah Arendt right there going down. We're having a philosophical podcast today, right? Power and authority are two different things, right? A person who, well, there's power, there's force, and there's authority. Authority is the highest, right? Authority means we, you have the, the, the respect, you have the, right? A person who has to force you to do something, already lost. A person who has to force you to do something is not a leader. A person who has the authority, right, is 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 respected, you know, yeah. But that comes out of these schools of management and these schools of, uh, you know, what it really comes out of is is the military. That's mm-hmm. you know, that's that's where that's where twentieth century management theory comes from, right? It it won the war, so it must run Ford Motor Company really well, right. and if it does that really well, you know what else it will probably do. It'll run schools. Right. Yeah. Well, and that that's mm-hmm. what we've that's what we've decided is the truth. Because yeah. if you look at any administrative program for K twelve and and uh higher ed too, sure. they you get a degree, uh, your EDD or your PhD in right. you know, two years it's or essentially less. Essentially an MBA. Them, it's, it's right? not much more uh, than that. organizational leadership. Right. Yeah. Which we used to just call yeah. being a leader, but anyway. Administrative leadership. Yeah. Or which we used to call being a leader. Well, and mm-hmm. you know, here's the thing. I remember, so the principals I ever had in my life, they were actually, they actually had a background in education. Yeah. Right? Like they were in the classroom, they taught, then they, I mean, not that I ever like had deep conversations with administrators. Yeah, I don't, in my, right. You know, when I was yeah. younger, but they all taught but in the classroom. you got the sense that they and, were yeah. somehow clo- more closely connected to to, to to the I guess what we might say the the, the core purpose or, of right the and I think it's right? we've mentioned yeah. this before so not to rehash it all but I think their reasoning for becoming an administrator in that building was something that drove them internally which was I want to make things better I want to do better I want to whatever and mm-hmm. it wasn't I want the power I want to be you yeah. know the person at the top yeah which seems to be what. Yeah. You know. And if that's not true, please correct us. But it feels like it's true. And right? it didn't always seem to yeah. be, in my opinion, just looking back. Obviously, I wasn't a teacher at the time. But when I was going to school, it seemed like there were good relationships between faculty and administration. 
you know, I mean, there's always been that you're my boss and nobody likes sure. the boss. Yeah. But you could, at least I could, I could see the teachers talking to administration in the hallway, having a seemed laugh, to, yeah, whatever, it, it, you know. It maybe and, seemed to be a little bit more level, I guess, or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, and part of that may have to do with pay and, oh my God, I mean, because these positions have been professionalized, the, the, the pay has gone up. And so mm-hmm. we have, a, you know, I, I mean, again, if you got somebody making four hundred and and fifty thousand dollars a year, and then you got somebody making fifty five thousand dollars a year. Tell me again how it's not about power. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's about efficiency. They're it's like, about efficiency, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, t- tell me again how what I'm supposed to do is what have a really good idea and tell you that, right? You know, and then be listened to, right? Or be valued, you know? Tell me again how that's supposed to happen, right? I mean, I don't want to, you know, be be one of the these people who I very often complain about, you know, just seeing the world in terms of power dynamics. You know, I, I don't want to say that. But I again, I would say that, um, uh, you know, um, saying that a hierarchy is about efficiency and not about power may, again, underrepresent people's day to day experience of <laughs> who I talk to or how, you know, right. You know, you know, if I lose my job, I don't go get another $450,000 a year job. Right. You know, I don't, no one calls me and says, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, I guess you have to be administrator or a football coach. That's right. usually. Like, and then someone. An will, NFL football coach. Right. Sorry, and then like, someone just is on the phone and you're like, yep, I'll, I'm going there now. Yep. Yeah, piece of cake. <laughs> I did a really terrible job at this one place. I lost my job. Right. But go get hired for another four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Just like that. A million dollar contract right. yeah. or whatever somewhere yeah. else. But yeah, that's not the case it's, with I, us. It, it yes. doesn't doesn't reflect my reality. Right. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Oh gosh, what what were the what were the the, the other things that, that that we wanted to 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 talk about today? I I I had one, but now it feels like it's a little bit. Well, I don't know, but probably because we were talking about it, I don't know. Maybe I'll just do it, and know. And this may slightly feel like it's tacked onto the end or something. But, but anyway, um, it's hiding behind the the data, and I think mm-hmm. we said that at at, mm-hmm. at the beginning. And there was something that 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 I was thinking. Of. No, you were thinking of it too. With uh, again, the collection of interviews that we that, that we saw this weekend, um. Because these positions are, well, they've been professionalized, first of all, so there is all that credentialing, right? And then because these are basically political appointees and and positions, um, it makes it impossible to really take a, you can't take a stand on principle. So that's why I think administrators love data. Right now, bearing in mind all of the problems that we that we've identified with how it's collected, you know, and when we don't like it, then that just then that metric goes away. Right. But it's um, because they don't know anything other than the data, a principled position is something that doesn't feel defensible. Right. Like, I, you know, I, I, you know, I would say uh, I think this is important. Um, and some things are just important because they're important, right? There are some things that are important simply because they are important. We don't need reference to some 
uh, uh, to, to some metric or to some number or to some percentage representation of a thing. And I think the example that, that, that I was thinking about was um, uh, at the beginning of this year, it was back to school time. And, uh, you know, with a hot topic of conversation was, of course, uh, the riots, the insurrection um, at the Capitol, right, on the 6th, right? And there was a person uh, who I was listening to uh, who had apparently just discovered the humanities, right? <laughs> apparently just discovered how important uh, critical thinking is, how important empathy is, how important it is to uh, uh, to, to consider uh, political philosophy and how important it is to, uh, you know, to, to have an appropriate grasp on, uh, you know, on facts or, or, or information. And this person has, had apparently just discovered, you know, political philosophy, the humanities, uh, you know, all, all, all of the, these things. Well, and this, this is what I got to thinking of. Well, those classes are always going to be underfilled, mm -hmm. right? Um, they didn't used to be. Well, I'm very, very close friends with a person who uh, has been teaching in that area for a very, very long time. And this person tells me, I knew it to be true even, even you know, 10, 15 years ago, uh, that classes like this, cl uh, classes in ethics, classes in, uh, in, in philosophy, classes in logic, classes in, you know, the, the, you know, the humanity, the, the, the classics, you know, that, that we would say. 25, 26, 28 people in these classes, you know, and now thanks to, you know, a decade and a half of consistently rearranging things and saying, oh, it's this and the, this and this, you know, th those classes are uh, uh, historically over the past few years, they're lucky to, uh, to, to make. Uh, for those of you who, who are uninitiated, um, uh, I'm sure it's true at K-12, you may be able to speak to this, but a course has to have a minimum number of people in it in order to go, in order for the class to make. And, well, let's let's be clear. Yeah. Well, in order for them to justify, right. in their minds, using the data. Yeah. To have the class. Yeah. Well, there's offered. always been a little. There's always been some some magical budgeting going on here because it's like, well, you already have a contract with me. Mm -hmm. You paid me, so. You know, mm -hmm. you know, if if we say that the that the minimum minimum threshold is eleven, and it turns out that there's nine in there, you already have a contract with that money is spent. You spent it already, mm -hmm. so I don't understand. So there's a little bit of magical accounting there, but but I I got to thinking about this right. So you know, the, these courses again, hearing from one of my very good friends that you know historically in the past six seven eight years, enrollment in these classes has gone down which means those classes will be canceled. They won't make, right? So apparently the mission is let's save Western democracy and Western civilization as long as it fits inside the budget. If it doesn't fit inside the budget, then right. I guess we can't do it, right? Oh, there's supposed to be 10 people in a class. It turns out there's eight. So, okay, well, there it is. Right. See, again, a principled stand on something. You know, it's important. It's important. You know, I pay my insurance every month. Don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? Because. Well. That's why. 
But I think what you're talking about is... So it's hiding behind that. It's two things for me. Uh So yes, it's hiding behind because they don't want to have the difficult conversations of, oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't do what we're doing. A leader would say, I did this because. Right. And that would be it. But I think it's two things. Mm -hmm. One is the design of the system has dramatically changed and those degrees in the humanities Mm. have become... They're not job worthy. Yeah. Right. You're Critical not, thinking. You You're never going to use that. You don't. You don't need that class because mm. we've decided you don't need that class. So we're going to put you on a path. Sound familiar? Mm. <laughs> Quote unquote. Um, we're going to put you on a path. So you can get a job. Well, and and there and you, I I love what you're saying right there. The purpose of a of of a let's say a diploma, a high school diploma. Or, uh, or a college degree is to get a job. That's what politicians say. Right. So we have catered our system. Right. Because the, because the system is funded by who? By politicians. You got it. That's right. So our system has been designed... By politicians. Not, not for what's best for kids or t- people or Or what's whatever. best for, Humans. The, for the citizenry. Right. Right. We want to have a civilization. Right. And that and and what that means is that you, you know, you need good plumbers and you need good farmers and you need good business people and you need good, you know, uh, good, good workers. You also need good citizens who can think. Right. Who can reason. Okay, And those things, you know, particularly when it comes to the data, the graduation rate tells you how you're doing every year. My time frame. 30, 40, 50, 60 years, we're never going to know. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Yeah. Your other point but, that you uh, but, were going to make. But before I do that, yeah. but that's directly connected to what we just mentioned. It's it's funded by legislatures, right? Mm-hmm. So in order to get the money, you got to show the numbers. That's right. And that is how show we've me the allowed results. this business way of thinking yeah. to creep in. They're not, they don't care about their citizen if their citizens yeah. can critically think. They want think. the graduation rate to right? go up. They want to know how many can graduate high school to get a job and then stay in the state and give money mm-hmm. to the state through All whatever, important you know? things. But if the target is the number, right. divorced from anything about the how and the what and the why, mm-hmm. then you're just a person just like turning dials, trying right. to make well, it go up or down or and whatever. And think about this. Right. What is the number going to look like this year Yeah, because of a pandemic? Well, this year, Jen, no one could have foreseen the difficulties. You know, that and we would, right? before I, yeah. the last thing that I wanted to say, uh, the second point that I wanted to make there on that, um, if we could not have testing like we did last like year. Like last in the, in the spring. Because yeah. of the pandemic. Uh-huh. Because... We we how would we yeah. do that? You know what? Guess what? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. We took away state testing. Yeah. And nothing happened. Nothing they, happened know, to students. Well, they nothing, got yeah. well, and they got you know you had to fill out paperwork to get an exemption and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I I think that's happening this year as well because of COVID the pandemic. Oh yeah. But see see how you can change the system it's, if you it's want. So, it's to. so crazy, right? Yeah. It's what just a, interesting to me. Yeah. That, Why not just make you know, you know, there's, you you know, we just did an experiment and the experiment was, you know, a forced experiment. We can't do this because of extraordinary circumstances. Okay. Well, 
Don't we have that every day? Didn't we? With some schools? Huh. Interesting. So these things went away, and it turned out that, you know, and this is what I heard. I mean, I heard this. Uh, thank you to our teachers who are just doing an incredible job, and they're just out there, and they're making it work, and these are just the most dedicated people. Yeah, we did it. And you know what? And you know what we didn't do? We didn't have to sit around checking those boxes. It's like, oh, so it turns out when you cut them loose, right, to actually rise to the occasion, okay, and you get a little bit more freedom because that's what we had to do, right, in order to solve these problems and meet this challenge, you know, you kind of had to say, listen, you know, let's relax these rules a little bit. It could be every day. Mm -hmm. It could be every day. If you did it and it worked, it could be every day. Well, that would be assuming that you really do care about trusting right. the people doing yeah. your jobs. Yeah. It, but it's not because it's not quantifiable. It's not. I don't so, know. I don't know uh, where that leaves us. Go ahead. Yeah. The, the second right. point yeah. I wanted to make, uh, the reason I think that administration hides behind numbers, mm. um, as we were just discussing, is that they're afraid of conflict. You know, I've looked at, I've, I've known many, many administrators. Um, and I can tell you that the majority of them, and this is true not just in education system, okay? I People who are in the position of power are deathly afraid of conflict. Yeah. So what do they do? Well, I'm just telling you, yeah, they gotta this have is what this, the number says. Yeah, this solid I'm thing they can point to. This, yeah. yeah. It's basically, it, it's it's the get out of jail free card. Yep. Or maybe... The numbers say this. The numbers say this. Therefore, well, I can't, you know... And when yeah. you challenge them and say, well, but my numbers that I did mm-hmm. when I did this in the classroom mm-hmm. showed this. Yeah. They don't know what yeah. to say. And of course, it's so funny. And, and we could see that, you know, we, uh, what I'm about to say, we could see that going one direction. We could see that going another direction, which is um, when you try to explain that a number has context, either a context that makes it go higher or a context that, that makes it go lower, um, we've got plenty of room for context if it makes us look good mm-hmm. we've got no room for context if it makes you or somebody else look bad in other words it's marvelous right if we were doing pure science by the numbers collecting the data doing a thing and then collecting the data well isn't it funny right how context matters when we want it to matter, and doesn't matter when we don't want it to matter. Hmm. How interesting. Yeah. See, because I thought we were just, you know, and it's like this, you know, I don't mind a person being religious, but you better go all the way, right? How many people actually do, though? Exactly. That's the same right? thing in this I mean, situation. that's, you know, that that's the data, right? If you think that this is the absolute end-all, be-all description of reality... Go ahead. Act like it then. Well, you know, well, we can't because we get, well, you know, oh, well, I thought that we were being data driven. Well, but if you look at, and if you look at every system within the education system, so everything that has been designed in, by that I mean, uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to think off the top of my head, uh, under Obama, uh, race to the top. Right. Uh, what was it under George W. Bush? Uh, no, sh- no, no child, child left, left behind. behind. <laughs> um, so no child left behind. Yeah. Race to the top. Every student succeeds. Act. You name it. What do they all focus on? Yeah, 
And isn't it funny, too? Reform after reform after reform, initiative after initiative after initiative. And guess what? Like I said in, in a previous you know episode, we haven't tried leaving it alone right. for a while. That's been well, that's guess, a new idea. But we could trace that one all the way yeah. back to a nation at risk, right? Um, oh, we're going all the way yeah. back to 70s, 80s yeah. there. Yeah, that's, because that's yeah. really when it started yeah. to be... Yeah. What you're doing is not working. Is not working, mm-hmm. and yeah. we need. What to... should we do? We don't know, but right. we definitely know that what it's going to involve is more data collection, and of course, the assumption is uh, teachers are terrible people who don't do their jobs. Well, but that's definitely well, what they've right. done though <laughs> is they've taken that number and somehow they've said it is only professional development. It is the teacher who needs to be. X, Y, and Z. Re-educated, right? Right. Yes. It mm-hmm. is not yeah. all these and, other And listen, I want to be about. very clear. Some do, because well, you and yeah. I both know there are some terrible teachers out there. Right. Yeah. We, we do know that. Mm-hmm. But again, you're not, to me, it's, this is the easiest way for yeah. us to try to implement That's low-hanging fruit. Yeah. When mm-hmm. we know that that is not 100%, or even, I'm sorry, even 75% of the problem. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you know, to, to go much... <laughs> you know, much more, uh, more broadly here, um, the more that schools and, uh, and colleges and universities are asked to, are asked to repair and fix other problems in the culture and in, in in the society, um, we're going to continue to write, you know, we, you know, we have to fix poverty, uh, and, you know, make no mistake, education can fix poverty, right? But maybe not in the classroom at that moment, you know? Um, the problems that our culture has with inattention, the problem the, the problems that our culture has with telling the difference between fact and fiction, the problems that our culture has with um, any number of things that, you know, that, that, that you, that, that you want to list, you know? Um, well, and maybe at some point that's what we need to do. That's a big we, one. That's going to be highlight a, yeah. all of the things on top of because we've talked a lot about administration, mm-hmm. but mainly because that is the system and the way the system has been created is a huge part of the problem. But there are numerous other parts. Oh of yeah, the problem there's too. there's no part of this that is a vacuum at right. all. Yeah, and so there there's no part of this that you know that is you know that that is somehow divorced from the problems that our that our nation has economically there's no part of this that is divorced from the problems that our nation has politically there's no problem that is divorced from uh you know from sort of instantaneous access to anything that you want you know instant gratification instant gratification and, and to pretend know, like those yeah. things are not are not somehow have, present in yes, the classroom have yeah. not affected mm-hmm. The atmosphere in a classroom right. is beyond crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, th- that's how the n- numbers people want it to be. Yeah, they don't want to talk about those other right. things because I can measure a test score, right? But it doesn't tell me that this student came to class hungry today, mm-hmm. right? And right. again, the 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 thing that gets me, and you and I, we're we're both liberals, right? I mean, I you know I. The, the the two of us, right? We want to solve these the, the these problems. But the thing that gets me is your test scores may go up, they may go down, completely at random, completely because of the students that you because have. Because you're a human being. Be, in, in a given, you know, you you might have 
you know, if you're teaching in, in a Title I school, those test scores are, are going to be down. They're just going to be down in a Title I school for all of the of the socioeconomic reasons that we can very, very easily identify. And but again, pretend, how is that your fault? But to pretend like that is not the case. Yeah. Or to that, completely or just the dismiss. The context doesn't matter. And I yeah. don't understand that. Mm-hmm. That is not saying that those kids can't learn or that those that they can't, yeah. you know, instruction can't be improved or that those students' lives can't be improved. That is not what we're saying. It is the reality. And to pretend like it is not, by whatever reasoning you come up with, is just, you know, I I think about it this way. To pretend like I personally did not have numerous mountains to climb versus you, because, let me be clear, I did not come from a leave-it-to-beaver home where Jason did. I kind of did, except for my dad looks like Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos, so it's pretty cool. But, but go ahead. From, from a two-parent household, and mom is an educator, that was not my life, and I grew up in poverty. To say that that's not a part of who I am as an individual... Mm, and how it can be overcome. And how and how I overcame those things. But to say that that, that existence is not a reality, that living with one parent... Um, versus two, um, living in in not great conditions, yeah. uh, worried about food constantly. Uh, uh, you know, had electricity turned off, had the water turned off. You know, numerous things. And to say, well, kids can overcome that. Yes, I believe that one hundred percent because mm. I did. That's right. But, but that's say, not a test score. To say mm. that is not the reality is completely missing the point. Yeah. To come in and say, well, best teaching practices can solve those problems. Well, I've got a four-step strategic plan. Right? Mm-hmm. Really? Really? That's what those kids, that's what that, that's what's going to yeah. make the difference. Like the students, students are going, oh my goodness, it's the new four-step, four-step strategic right. plan. Why didn't I think of that? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those, those things are just, yeah. And, and maybe that's, maybe that's what we need to, you know, continue talking I about. I think that probably is what we need to Some continue talking about. Some of those things about. because. Because, because the, 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 the thing at the very core of what we're talking about is that disconnect between the administrative, you know, I'm about to say this is a very dismissive term, that bean counter way of looking at the world versus human beings mm-hmm. in front of you, right? right? Um, and recognizing that they cannot be reduced to a collection of statistics, percentages, you know, like we say, Points I want on the your collection of data. Yeah, I want the graduation rate to go up. So do you. I want the graduation rate to go up. I want people to 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 go and have as much education successfully as they possibly can. I know how to do that, and it does not involve an Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. It simply doesn't. Right. What I would argue, and maybe this is where it is, and this this sums up the difference between me and data collection and, and that frame of thinking, is I think it's more important that a student knows how to write or to read to be successful versus did they graduate high school because that's a whole other issue. Well, that's the logical because extension. The focus yeah. is so mm-hmm. much on that right. number. I can being make the graduation there. rate go up. There are ways. 
And, I can make the graduation. And I can tell you for a fact, mm-hmm. I've been those things have been said to me yeah. as a high school teacher, knowing that a student cannot write yeah. a complete sentence yeah. and saying, well, you right. know, yeah. if they don't graduate. Yeah. My, I, I always like to, to, to think about it this way, right? You know, when it's, you know, 1030 at night towards the end of the month. And you get pulled over because your left tail light is out. Well, you're going to get a ticket, okay? And that was getting tough on crime. Mm-hmm. Well, again, we can make the data say. I can make the graduation rate go up if you want mm-hmm. to. It's very easy to do that. I don't want to get into how right now, mm-hmm. but. You know what I'm talking about, right? So you you yeah. get the graduation rate up, and here's mm. how you could collect your data, but it won't ever happen. Is you get your your you know your graduation rate mm. up, you get that high schooler that graduates, and then you call them over and you say, "Hey, can you write me a paragraph on da 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 da?" And they look at you and say, "No," or they write you one with a bunch of errors, spelling, yeah, problems, you know, punctuation problems, yeah, and that's a reality. Yeah. That that's a reality. That's pretty. Yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. Sad thing to end on, but yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, anything else to take us out of the? No, the just third episode that, here. I'm really just hoping everybody's enjoying these podcasts yeah. because I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying it because I just like sit talk. That's yeah, what I, like to do. I mean, this is this is the, what keeps us up at night. These are things we talk about on a regular basis. So. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. That's cool. We hope you have a a, a good. Uh, well, it's a three day weekend this mm-hmm. uh, this weekend as well. So. Cool. Yeah. Celebrate President's Day tomorrow. That's right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone. Uh, episode three of uh, the BOT. It's your teacher. Take care, everybody. Bye bye.